Hi, this is episode 22 of the American Coin-Op podcast titled Attended versus Unattended. I'm your host, Bruce Beggs. There's no magic formula when it comes to choosing a coin laundry's operational model, but certain factors can affect an owner's decision. Joining me today to weigh both approaches is Mike Enns from distributor Laundry One based in Canal Winchester, Ohio. Mike is an area sales manager for Laundry One, the authorized Dexter distributor for Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky. He has over 30 years of experience in the coin laundry and on-premises laundry industries. Mike believes that developing strong relationships, both professionally and personally, is the foundation for everything. He and his wife, Christy, have two children, Taylor and Zach. Mike, welcome to the American Coin-Op Podcast. Well, thank you very much, Bruce. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I think most people in our audience know the differences, but for those who might not, describe for them the differences between having an unattended store and having an attended store. When you deal with an unattended store versus an attended store, an unattended store does not have an individual, an employee at the store to greet customers when they're walking into the store to answer any questions, maybe to be crisis management should a situation come up. You walk in, and these pretty much you're completely on your own. If you have a question, there may be a phone number on the wall for you to call, uh, whether the owner or a cleaning person, and ask a question. If we were walking to 10 stores, you'd be able to figure out pretty quick if it's an attended store or unattended store just because of the overall freshness of, of the location. But then you go to an attended location, um, you are, you're greeted, and I like to think there's a couple different categories of attended locations. You have the attended location that the employee is just there to, you know, sit behind a counter, read a book, and the occasional question that may come uh, that they have to field from a, from a customer that has a question on how to operate a particular piece of equipment. Uh, then you have another attendant that is really goes out of the way. Uh, you know, I like to refer to it as the, the owner maybe uses the attendant as an additional profit center. They're there to help customers, to maintain customers. So they are there to greet the person with a smile and, and say, hey, how can I help you? Or be there to answer any questions, uh, be there to you know, pick up the dryer sheets that are on the floor that is inevitably all over the floor in a laundromat. Just keep the store a little fresher than the unattended location. So those are some of the, you know, some of the obvious main uh, differences right off the bat, Bruce, and um, I hope that answers your question there. Yeah, it does. Across the industry, what do you think the breakdown is between attended and unattended stores? Are there still many more unattended than attended? Well, we see primarily in our market, for the most part throughout the Midwest, and I've, I've bounced this off some other operators, distributors, et cetera, and we still see probably 60 70% of the locations are unattended. And, uh, you know, but a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, demographics relative to a location. When you get into more, you know, urban areas, you'll find that they're probably a little bit more attended only because maybe the volume of the location is going to be a little bit greater or you're going to find that maybe there's a larger concern for vandalism in a location. Then in some of the rural areas, yeah, you'll find the stores are smaller. They probably don't have the revenue to justify having an employee in there. So today, still, uh, the, the business model as a whole for what I'm seeing in our market is still predominantly more unattended than attended. Are there any basic guidelines or business goals that one can use to help them decide between having an unattended store and an attended store? Well, yeah, there is, Bruce, because the owner is a person that really is a, an aggressive marketer, really wants to get out there and just market the heck out of his location or her location 
and uh, take advantage of all the tools that are available. There's so many great tools with social media today. A lot of the different manufacturers have a lot of great tools that uh, integrate with their equipment that offers some creative marketing as well. So, yeah, it depends. I, I think if you're the owner that's really aggressive and wanting to market, you really want to take advantage of that. You have to have an employee in there. You have to have somebody that can answer the questions because this is not normal laundry that some people are used to. We're taking it to that, that higher level of operation, and customers are going to have questions. And, again, it goes back to demographics. If you've got the demographics and you're going to have a what you feel is a higher volume location, then by all means take advantage of all the tools that are there. But then you may be the uh, the owner that, this is a, it's in a smaller town or, or and you don't even necessarily even have to be in a small town, but maybe this is your, just your plan B or C and you're looking just to, you know, run it and uh, collect the coin and, uh, and deal with what issues do come up. How does store size influence the decision between unattended and attended? And, and what about the number of machines? Does that play a role in that kind of decision making? Typically, yes. What happens with that is that as a distributor, one of the things that we do is, you know, we do demographic studies and we do a lot of things to help, you know, make sure that we are choosing the proper size location, the proper equipment. And, and so doing that, you know, we're putting that plan together and helping a customer. So if it's got a much larger equipment mix in the store and the store is several more thousand square feet than a standard smaller store, by all means, we'll find that those locations do because they got a higher risk, they got a higher investment involved, and they want to make sure that they can utilize and capture as much business as possible. And they got a big investment; they can't afford to have uh, somebody come in potentially vandalize it. You know, unfortunately, with uh, when, so when you get into some of the larger stores, it might be in a more urban area. We're dealing with uh, you know you possibly deal with homeless individuals in cases like that, and and you just can't afford to have when you have a sizable investment. You can't afford to have any reason for customers not to want to come in to your store and patronize your location. And then the provision of services like wash, dry, fold, that's even more reason to have your store be attended. I mean, you need folks to be able to do that kind of work for you if you're going to offer that kind of service. Isn't that right? The employee should really be looked upon as a profit center. If you really take advantage, and if a customer wants to offer some of those other um, profit center items, totally recommend and, and having a, an employee in there to take in those services and, uh, and maybe even offer maybe a small commission to the attendant or something that maybe will give them a little bit more of an incentive to be more professional and, and be more courteous and, and be there to greet the customers when they do bring that laundry in. Let's look at a scenario. Let's say that an investor decides to open a store that's unattended, but envisions being attended in the future. Does he or she need to take any special steps now to help facilitate that kind of transition later? I've actually had a handful of customers do that exact same thing. And what's really great about that is that, you know, you design a store. There's not a better time to do it when you're building a new store or redesigning a store or going into a retail space to put that as part of your, you know, your footprint of the location and designing it in such a way, because I'll give you one scenario, Bruce, is that the customer, you know, build a, an office, but he has one of those small little garage doors, roll-up doors that can open up. There's a, a service counter for this particular owner to, you know, address, talk to customers. An employee can be back there. An attendant can be back there talking to customers. But then at the same time, they can, you know, close that down. And so those are some of the things that I recommend, you know, automatic door locks. Another great option that, you know, you can do today where, um, you know, you can have the automatic door locks where the store automatically opens 
closes and then down the road if you have an employee then you're not going to have to deal with it as, as much of that issue but yeah i totally agree i think that's a great idea Bruce. what are some management challenges that an attended store presents that an unattended store doesn't well there's uh starts off with the employees obviously with the attended location sure okay and and the challenge is going to be finding qualified individuals some individuals have fantastic success. I mean, fantastic success. Great, loyal employees. I was talking to a gentleman yesterday, had an employee at his laundromat for 30-plus years. I mean, that's incredible. Other locations maybe aren't quite as fortunate as that. So I think the key situation there is finding uh, reliable employees. You need more than just a body to fill that position, in my opinion. You need somebody that, that has a nice smile on their face, somebody that's willing to greet that customer, open the door. You mentioned automatic door locks that kind of plays into store security, you know, while maintaining that type of security is of concern or should be of concern to any store owner, you know, I think it presents a greater challenge in unattended stores. How has the availability of some of these things like automatic door locks and, and inexpensive security and surveillance systems, how has availability of those types of things helped store owners? Oh, it's greatly changed uh, the ability to have an unattended location. I was talking with a networking event the other day and was chatting with a couple operators. Both operators are partially unattended locations, et cetera, but they both have 16 cameras in their laundromat. They said they want to see every wow. aspect, every aisle, every area, front of the dryers, down each row of the washers. Uh, both of them had a, a camera directly above their change machine pointing down. So if somebody put in a five and told the owner, well, I put in a 20 and only got $5 in change, you can easily pull it up on your phone and take a look at that. And, and the phone is really allowed, the smartphone has allowed all that to really work because of the availability of, of and like you said, inexpensive security systems today are just fantastic. And you can network all them right to your phone. So you can watch your store literally 24-7 if need be. And I think that ability of, of having that many cameras has definitely lowered a lot of the vandalism issues in a lot of stores. Is operating a partially attended store a nice compromise between being unattended and fully attended? Yes. To answer, to first off, the quick answer, yes. But you as an owner know when your store typically is going to be the busiest. And I have uh, several operators that will opt to do that. You know, somebody will come in in the morning. They'll be there for a couple hours in the morning. Then they'll be gone pretty much all afternoon. Somebody will come in and, uh, you know, after supper time and, and they'll be there from, you know, we'll say 6 o'clock to closing and just kind of fill those. But if you find that your busy time in your laundromat is noon, well, by all means, have somebody in there for a couple hours at noon. And then I find a lot of them will have, uh, in those partially attended locations, will have uh, employees in there typical on the weekend. Because obviously in the, in the Midwest, we, bid st we build stores a little larger um, because we're, we're dealing with a rush of individuals on the weekend and you want to be there to make sure that you're capturing and answering the questions because what happens too many times is that in an unattended location, a customer comes in and they might have a, a bad experience on a weekend. Well, they'll go someplace else. They'll, they'll go into the next door. And it's important that somebody is there to, to answer that question and, and, uh, and take care of that customer and provide them the service that they walked in your door for in the first place. I think it's great. The opportunity to build a store and run it in pretty much whatever fashion you want to. Uh, I, I mean, there's certain you know certain basic things you need to, to accomplish, but unattended, attended, whatever the case may be, a store owner has an opportunity to provide the kind of service that he or she wants to. And it's I, I just think it's neat that, that you can do it 
you know, a variety of different ways. What else can you tell us about the unattended uh, versus attended? It's not really a debate, but what else can you tell us about attended and unattended stores that we haven't already discussed here, Mike? Well, I guess one thing that I would suggest or, or discuss would be that you'll find in an unattended location, somebody will come in and, and potentially just trash the location and make a mess. And, and you just, that's just something that a, an owner operator just has to realize that that's going to potentially happen. If customer walked in, that was a first time customer and they just happened to walk in on the tail side of somebody making a mess, it's left a bad taste in their mouth. And so those are some of the issues that, that I always want to make aware to operators that are looking at going unattended. Don't get frustrated uh, because it's just the nature of the beast. It's what happens. And, and with an attendance store, like I said, you don't have a lot of those issues. The cleaner the store, the better people take care of it. Make sure you give the customer everything they're expecting when they walk in the door and a little bit more they're not expecting. Hopefully you'll have that customer for a lifetime. Like you said, Bruce, what a great model. You can run it unattended. You can run it attended. Uh, at the end of the day, the customer is the one providing the ultimate labor by doing their own laundry. So just what a fantastic industry. I'm excited to be part of it and look forward to spending many more years being part of it. Mike Inns, Area Sales Manager for Distributor Laundry One. Thanks so much for being my guest on this episode of the American Coin Op Podcast. You're welcome, Bruce. Really appreciate it. The American Coin Op Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC, Chicago. Music is written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. To learn more about our podcasts, visit our website at AmericanCoinOp.com or consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Coin Op Podcast, this is Bruce Beggs saying your cycle is up. <laughs>